favor, our final message. I want to just kind of wrap this up by really looking at uh, what favor looks like, what it does, how, how, how accelerated favor actually works in your life. And by the way, again, if you're, if you're just listening, you're intellectualizing this, uh, and you think it's some kind of just teaching, you're, you're missing the point here. Uh, You've got to activate this in your life. And remember the three things we talk about. If you can get these three things, remember to start recognizing favor. Number two, be thankful for favor. That really accelerates it. And then number three, get in the Lord's will. It's ridiculous to think God's going to grant all kinds of favor to you just because you're good looking. It's not because you're good looking. I mean, he loves you. And you will experience favor. But if you want to talk about accelerated favor as we see in the last days, then you need to be operating in the will of God. You say, well, I don't know what to do. Read your Bible. The Bible will tell you things you need to be doing. And as, you're, as you pray and as you witness and as you study and just, just do basic things, you'll start seeing this, this acceleration of favor in your life. Um, I, we don't have time for testimonies. We could have a bunch of them. But how many of you, since we started preaching this, are beginning to see favor in your life like you never saw before? Anybody? Raise your hand real high. If you, if you Look at this. Start recognizing this. You're going to start seeing favor in your life. And really, a lot of it's already been going on, but you just didn't recognize it as favor. Okay? So couple things here. First of all, we're, we're going to see a season. And when I say season, it's really not a season. It's just going into a, a whole different prophetic uh, uh, reality here. We're seeing a season of accelerated reversal. Say reversal. Sometimes we need our life. We need situations in our lives reversed. You're going in this direction, but it's the wrong direction. You need to put that thing in reverse, go in another direction. You need to turn that car and head out in another direction. One of the best examples of this is Job. How many know the story of Job? Job chapter 42 and verse 10, just just one verse. It says, this is the last verse in Job. After Job had interceded for his friends, God restored his fortune and then doubled it. Everything he lost, God doubled. I said everything he lost, God doubled. Listen, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you're not going to see some hard times. It doesn't mean you might. Listen, we're talking about favor, but I seem to be losing stuff. That's all right. Job lost everything, but then God restored everything and doubled it. How many want double back for everything you've lost? Give God a praise. Amen. I want you to hear what I'm about to say. There are no ends, E-N-D-S. There are no ends in God. Only beginnings. What do you mean by that, preacher? Exactly what I just said. There are no ends. Well, well, what if I die? Hello, that's not an end. If you'll start remembering, because sometimes you hear people say, oh, it's all over. No, it's not over. It's something new is beginning. 
Every time something dies, something new is, amen, but we just miss that connection and we boo-hoo and cry over spilt milk and talk about what we've lost and all that junk. We didn't realize that we probably needed to lose that in order to gain something greater in God. There are no endings in God, only beginnings, amen. That's that's the power of the resurrection. Give him a praise right now if you know what I'm saying. Mm. Wow, that's rich. Let's just go home. There are no endings in God. <sighs> Only beginnings. Always beginnings in God. Ah. It's not just situations that need to be reversed. Sometimes we need to reverse what the enemy's doing to us. How many know the story of Esther? Esther chapter 9, verse 25. It says, but when Queen Esther intervened with the king, he gave written orders that the evil scheme that Haman had worked out should, be, should boomerang back on his own head. He and his sons were hanged on the gallows. The very gallows that Haman had built to put Mordecai on. I mean, this was going to be the first holocaust of the Jews. They had a scheme and a plan to kill every Jew in Babylon. But God had prearranged for Queen Esther to be in place, who came to the kingdom for such a time as this, and she reversed the plans of the enemy. And instead of all of her people dying, all the enemy died. Oh, hallelujah. God, this boomerang, whatever the devil's throwing on us, let's boomerang it. Let it put it back on his head. Whatever the enemy's doing to you, back on his head in Jesus' name. Reversing, reversing what the enemy, the enemy meant for evil, God means for good. Remember Joseph. Number two, this is also a season of accelerated restoration. Say restoration. He's reversing and he's restoring. I want to go to Joel chapter 2, verse 25 through 28. And this is what is quoted on the day of Pentecost, right, by Peter. He said, I'll make up for the years of the locust, the great locust devastation. Locust savage, they're deadly, fierce locusts. Locust of doom, that's that great locust invasion. God said, I sent it because of sin. Wow. But listen, next verse, you'll eat your fill of good food. You'll be full of praises to your God, the God who has set you back on your heels in wonder. Never again will my people be despised. You'll know without question that I'm in the thick of life with Israel, that I'm your God. Yes, your God, the one and only real God. Never again will my people be despised. And that's just the beginning. After that, I will pour out my spirit on every kind of people. Your sons will prophesy. Also your daughters. Your old men will dream and your young men will see visions. And then on the day of Pentecost, Peter goes out and preaches that to the congregation. Amen. And 3,000 people are saved. God is restoring what the locusts have destroyed in your life. Oh, come on, hallelujah. 
In the original Hebrew, it describes four different kinds of locusts. You know, the first kind just eat the leaf, and the second kind eat the stem, and the third kind like to eat down to the ground, and the fourth kind will root up even the roots. In other words, it seems like what's been happening to you, the enemy has completely destroyed even the root of any future blessing. The locusts are just eating you alive. But God says, I don't need a root in the ground. I'll start something new, amen. It's not an end. It's a beginning, amen. Even though it seems like there's no hope of restoration, he said, I'm going to restore what the locusts have destroyed out of your life. Anybody claim that in Jesus' name? My past is holding me back. What's happening is holding me back. Mistakes I made. Oh, now I'm preaching to three people. <laughs> Mistakes I made. God can't ever, you know, I just blew it. I, I can't ever have a ministry. I can't ever do anything because this happened and that happened. And no, God's going to restore what the locusts have eaten out of your life. Give God another praise if you don't mind. Mm. He's going to restore the time that's been lost. You know, we get to a certain age. It's called a midlife crisis. I'm too old for the crisis now. I'm past it. But you have those things called midlife crisis where you start, you're in your late 40s, 50s, whatever, and you start looking back on your life and you realize, I'm probably never going to accomplish that dream. <laughs> I don't know that I'm ever going to, you know, and sometimes you get it in your head or the devil put it in your head that, that um, wasted time. I don't have enough time left to do the things that I want to do for God. But I'm here to tell you, God, God can restore time. And God can do more in a few days than we can do in a few years. And don't worry, don't worry about what you've lost. Don't, don't, don't put things in, in, the, in, the, in time of the world. Say, I can't, I, I'm too old. I, I can't get this done. Listen, stop thinking like that. God wants to restore the time to you. Wow. Sometimes people aren't saved till late in life and they have all these regrets. Forget about it. God will allow you to live out your purpose regardless of your age. Oh, come on. The old people ought to at least be praising the Lord. <laughs> Young people, you don't know what I'm talking about. You, you know, if you're 25, you're going to live forever. I know. Well, God help us. <laughs> so, how many hear what I'm saying? God is restoring time lost. He's, you know, it's kind of like, how many of you like to watch HG, HGTV and watch them restore houses? Anybody like that? Yeah, a lot of you. I, I do. I can watch, watch that for hours, just one after another. I just love how they walk in a house, and I'm thinking, bulldoze it. I wouldn't mess with that, you know. My God, it's in bad shape. But all of a sudden, they start tearing things down, and it looks even worse. <laughs> but then they start building it back up. 
And then you got that thing at the end of the show where they show you the before and after and they show you the beautiful, oh, that's what God's doing to some of you. He may have to tear some things down, but he's wanting to build some things back. He's restoring this old house and making you the person he meant you to be. Amen. Amen. Why don't you fist bump somebody and say, you're looking good or you soon will. <laughs> Don't say, or soon will, please. You'll, that might be misunderstood. <laughs> Three things you need to do for restoration. Number one, you need to cry out. You need to just cry out to God. Come on. Don't just, don't just sit around and wait for something to happen. Cry out to God. If you need restoration, cry out to God. Psalms 34 and verse 6 talks about when I had nothing, desperate, defeated, I cried out to the Lord and he heard me, bringing his miracle deliverance when I needed it most. Amen. God responds to the cries of those who need restoration. Number two, cry out. Number two, we need to cast off. Sometimes you need, you know, like I said about that house, you need to tear some things down. Whatever needs to go, needs to go. You can't just build over a bunch of mess. God, listen, you need a good foundation. You can't build on a faulty foundation. You need to tear down what needs to be. So you need to cast off a couple of scriptures. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 31. Lay aside bitter words, temper tantrums, revenge, profanity, insults. Cast it off. Amen. I like 1 Peter 5 and verse 7. It says, pour out all your worries and stress upon him and leave them there for he always tenderly cares for you. Amen. King, you know the King James Version. Cast all your care upon him. Amen. And by the way, that word cast means to literally throw it. Just here, God, just take it. How many know he already took it at the cross? You just got to realize it. So you need to cry out, cast off, and number three, start climbing up. Start climbing up. I like Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 9. Climb a high mountain, Zion. You're the preacher of good news. Raise your voice. Make it good and loud, Jerusalem. You're the preacher of good news. Speak loud and clear. Don't be timid. Tell the cities of Judah, look, your God. I say to Journey Life Center, look, your God is in charge of your life. It's time to climb up that mountain and see what God will show you in these last days. Oh, Oh, come on and shout and praise him this morning. Amen. Lastly, 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 we need uh, to realize a season of accelerated results. There's going to be results. Anybody tired of no results? Is there anybody here that wants to see souls saved? Under your hand. Wow. Is there anyone here that wants to see prosperity so you can be more generous? Anybody want to see that? Is there anyone here that wants to see their family saved and blessed, serving God like, like they should? Anybody here want to see results? Amen. 
Is there anybody here that wants to see people healed? Maybe even God use you to heal them. Does anyone want to see a ministry where you can lay hands on your neighbors and people you work with and God suddenly heal them right on the spot? Amen. You don't have to be a preacher for that. You don't have to go to college for that. You don't need to be smart for that. You just need to have faith in God and see the results. We are going to see a season of accelerated results in the kingdom of God. I like Deuteronomy 28 and 2 from the message. All these blessings will come down on you and spread out beyond you because you have responded to the voice of God your God. All these blessings. All these blessings. I like to believe that God is actually chasing you with his blessings. We must just sometimes be in the wrong place. (laughs) Not that God can't find you, but he doesn't, he's just not going to bless you where you're at. Get where he's at and watch the blessings flow. Psalms chapter 1, right? You, you, you know about the tree planted by the water. Let, let's, let's read it in the Passion Translation. When delight comes to the one, what delight comes to the one who follows God's ways? He won't walk in step with the wicked, nor share the sinner's way, nor be found sitting in the scorner's seat. Uh-huh. His pleasure and passion is remaining true. To the word of I am. Meditating day and night in the true revelation of light. Wow. He will be standing firm like a flourishing tree planted by God's design. Deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss. (laughs) Bearing fruit in every season of his life. He is never dry, never fainting, ever blessed, ever prosperous. Sounds like a good refrigerator scripture. You know, by now, after all these years, y'all should have, your refrigerator should be covered with scriptures. Amen. I really, I really encourage you to do it. Wow. A season of accelerated results. The worship team's coming. You need to start living your life in such a way that favor finds you. That favor begins to pour out on you. Remember the three things. Recognize favor in your life. Thank God for favor in your life. And walk in the will of God. Walk in his will. You say, I don't know his will. Walk in what you know. That's all God requires. Just walk in what you know. Do what you know is right. Walk in what you know is profitable. Just walk in that. God will show you more as you walk. You don't get the whole thing at once. Step by step, step by step, God is releasing favor into the lives of our families. Would you stand with me? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. My Lord, he's in the house. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah.
Jesus. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Mm. You know what I like about that song? David's talking to himself. Do do y'all ever talk to yourself? It's okay, but when yourself starts answering back, that might get weird, but he's talking to his soul. And he said, soul, bless the Lord. Sometimes you got to tell yourself, bless the Lord, soul. And everything that's in me, bless the Lord. Doesn't matter how you feel. Doesn't matter what's going on around you. Let me give you this. It's not so much, it's not about what's, it's not about how dark it is around you. It's about how much light is in you. Take that and put that on your refrigerator. It's not about the darkness around you. It's all about the light within you. Quit looking at the dark. Quit complaining about the dark. Quit cursing the dark. Some of us are just trying to get sympathy. Let me ask you a question. What good is sympathy? Especially when you can have deliverance. Why Why settle for sympathy? By the way, it's, it's it's hard to get from some people. You don't need pastor's sympathy. You need an answer from heaven. You need a reversal. You need a restoration. You need results. You need God to move in your life and have him turn the situation you are now facing and start marching in the other direction victoriously through Jesus Christ the Lord. Let's pray that way. Father, I prophesy over this congregation that situations are going to reverse, that situations are going to be restored. I prophesy that we are going to start seeing results. I prophesy a great release in the kingdom of heaven, a great release.
Misty, Administrative Assistant to Dr. Bruce Phillippe of Journey Life Center. Thank you so much for listening to today's sermon by Pastor Phillippe. The music is provided by Far Flung Tin Can, a missions organization who supports missions all over the world. You can learn more about their organization and their mission by visiting their website at farflungtincan.com. Do you ever feel like your life is cursed? Is everything seemingly going wrong? 
Well, there's a way to reverse that curse. The curse is a lie. We invite you to join us for a new sermon series called Reverse the Curse. We have Sunday morning services beginning at 10.30 a.m. every Sunday morning at 2578 State Route 39, just past Milliron. We hope to see you soon. Have a blessed day.